You're listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvenois, and this is Episode 8. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. How are you doing today? So here's my question for you. Are you coachable? (laughs) Now, by default, Everybody out there is just going to naturally say, well, of course, I'm coachable. I, you can coach me on anything. And I think all of us would really like to think that we are coachable. But when the rubber hits the road, I really do have to question if some people really are coachable. So here's my scenario. I'm doing a coaching call. This lady, she wants to grow her audience. It's, this seems to be a, a dominant issue when I'm dealing with clients. Now, As we're going through this, and I need to understand, of course, and I'm walking her through the framework, trying to understand the business reason behind it and everything else like that. So I would ask her a question, trying to lead her down a specific path. No sooner would I get the first two or three words out of my mouth before she would cut me off. She would nod her head and she says, yeah, but... I know where you're going with this, and I don't think it's going to work because whatever reason. Well, first off, she wasn't correct in what it was in the direction that I was going, but I let it go. The second time it happened, I realized that this was now a pattern, right? And I knew that if I was going to help her to get the results that she wanted, that I was going to have to do a pattern interrupt, and she probably wasn't going to like it. But the thing is, I realized she doesn't have to like it because she's paying me to be her coach, not her cheerleader. I'm not going to sit here and just agree with her just to make her feel good. On the contrary, as a good coach, I have to do my job. And sometimes that's making sure that you know, my clients really understand the ramifications of what it is that they're doing, especially when it comes to dismissing ideas that they haven't even heard of before. I do care for her. I want her to be successful, right? So, you know, before I jumped into coaching space myself, I went back through my entire life looking at all of these examples of moments where I was uh, getting coaching or, and I went all the way back, like even the high school, right? Now I didn't hire a coach back in high school days. I think that's a thing now in high school. I think they, I think you can actually hire a coach in high school. But back then, like my coach was an athletic coach, and that was a whole other experience I'll talk about in another episode. But the thing is, when I look back at all these areas of coaching and I'm like, well, where did I see the most success? Where did I see none? Right? Because failures is where we learn the most. And so one of the failure moments that I had in my life back in the day was I was really big into videos, specifically training videos. Now, videos was becoming a really huge thing online. People were using them for any number of reasons that were out there. And I was actually way ahead of the curve because I've always liked uh, video and editing. I was certified in Final Cut Pro. I took all the classes and I was really, really good at it. And so I decided to niche down and get into training videos. Now. I'm an introvert. I'm not a cold caller guy, but I know I need to get clients. So one day I was out poking around and I happened to find this guy online who, you know, had really good, impeccable credentials, but was really good at getting leads for your business. 
And so, you know, what he and I talked about was he would get leads for me, like people that were like really receptive to what I had to say. And then I would get on a call and I would close them. Now, he he said to me, let's go through your sales process of how you're going to do this. So he walked through the process with me and there were so many points that I disagreed with him on. And I was like, well, you know, that's okay. Uh, I'll just give I'll just call it. Uh, I'll just call him Keith. And I said, that's okay, Keith. I really appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, I, I think I got this down pat. He's like, are you sure? And I said, yes. Now, one of the things that he told me about was that, you know, when I was walking him through the process was I said, yep. Yeah. And so I put together a proposal. We talk about everything they want. I take copious notes and then I put together a proposal and then I will email the client the proposal. And he's recommended that I not do that. And I was like, why not? He says, because if you email it to your client, they're not going to understand how the proposal works or how you got it to your numbers. You have to actually sit down and go through the proposal with them. Now, I had spent a lot of time making my proposals as painless as possible. I didn't feel like I had to do this, so I elected not to do this. So here he is, he's out there, he's you know, generating leads, he's scheduling calls for me. I'm very happy with this, with this process. I'm, I'm talking to all these people, everything else, da, 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 da. We would outline everything and I would say, okay, so I'll send you the proposal. I'd send him over the proposal and then nothing. And this happened again and again and again. He and I were talking on the phone once and he was expecting me to be closing these deals. So he asked me point blank. He's like, you know, what's going on over there? Why, why are you not closing these deals? I don't understand. And I was like, man, I, I don't understand it either. And he goes, well, I thought you and I went over the, the sales process there. I'm like, yeah, we did. But there were some things that, uh, that you told me to do that I'm not doing because I just don't think they're necessary. He's like, well, what do you mean? So one of the instances I brought up was the fact that I would prepare the proposal and I would email it over to the client. And... <laughs> I swear to God, you could hear his palm slap his forehead. This is a recurring theme, by the way, with some of the people that I've had in my, my earlier life. But he said to me, he goes, Cliff, he says, that just doesn't work. You got to get them onto a Zoom call or a WebEx or something and walk them through the proposal because they can't open up that proposal and understand it. Of course, it's going to be easy for you. You wrote it, but it's not going to be easy for them. You have to do this. So. I remember I sat down afterwards. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it his way and just to prove that he's wrong, right? So the next, the next person came along, right? The next lead. And you know, I worked with them, wrote up the proposal, everything else like that. And I said, great. I said, let's schedule a time, like you know, next Tuesday, for us to go over this proposal step by step so you understand everything that's in there. And they were like, okay, cool. So next Tuesday rolls around. I get them on a, a WebEx. We go through the proposal step by step. Uh, they wanted to add a couple things. I caught a couple things, fixed it right there live on the session, which was really great. Walked them through it. They understood everything. Got done. They were like, okay, Cliff, send us over the proposal. And I said, okay, send it over. And I closed them. And I remember thinking to myself, why didn't I listen to this guy before, right? This Keith, right? When he was telling me to do this. Well, the thing is, when I first started working with Keith, I was not coachable. I wasn't really interested in anything he had to say. I just wanted him to get like results. 
right? Or show me something or whatever it is to do it. But I really thought that I knew better than him because, you know, I had researched this market. I knew my niche. I knew everything that was about it. I thought I knew all these behaviors and everything. But the one thing that Keith really excelled at really well that, that I didn't was just sales in general. And he knew that whenever, no matter what vertical you're in, if you're writing a proposal and sending it over to a client, you have to take the time to go over that. And that has become part of my standard operating procedure when I am in sales. So I'm glad that he actually took that time to correct me on it because, you know, first off, my business was, <laughs> was really suffering at the time because I wasn't getting any new clients. But at the same point in time, it was just a very powerful uh, lesson for me going forward. Because the thing is, is that, you know, if, if I had continued to, to argue with them, to be combative with him, or just, you know, just completely flat out ignore him, then I wouldn't see the success. Obviously, he wants me to be successful. The more successful I am, the more successful he is. Because I keep going back to him and say, you know, hey, Keith, you know, I need more leads or I'm closing more business. Or, hey, Keith, maybe you need to stop now because I have so many clients now I can't even deliver. But that's just the deal, though. If I had not had gotten into that position where I desperately needed to try something to make this work, then, I, I, man, God only knows where I would have been like today. But now, granted, when you're dealing with people, right, and for my clients as well, I want them to have success, right? But the success is going to have to come from the work that they do, right? And if they don't do the work, they're going to flounder. And if they dismiss every idea and just simply say to themselves, this isn't going to work, guess what? It won't. You can have a foolproof strategy for success, right? Follow these steps and you will see success. But if you don't believe that it will work, then it won't. It's just that easy. So for my client, when she interrupted me for the third time, I let her finish her thought. And when she got done, that's when I did my pattern interrupt. And I said, may I finish my thought, please? Because what you assumed I was going to say, I'm actually not going to say. So may I finish my thought? And she looked a tad bit embarrassed. She kind of looked down and she was like, yeah, go ahead. And I went and I finished my thought, right? Just the suggestion, something that she needed to try, something that, she, and I actually provided her proof that this was going to work. And when I started doing this, all of a sudden her demeanor started to change. Right, But I had to do that pattern interrupt on her first, or she'd still be floundering right now. But I did that, like I said, because I cared. Right, I want her to see success. The more successful she is, the more successful I am. So I need to do everything that I can to help set, to, to allow her to set herself up for success. And sometimes that means doing a bit of a pattern interrupt. Because many times when we're looking at this, like in her case, telling me all the reasons why it wouldn't work, it's usually at that point in time, it's a mindset issue, right? Somebody's being combative with every suggestion. It's got to do more with the mindset than it does with the actual strategy or the tactic. But I'm glad because in our session, by doing that pattern interrupt and by calling attention to it, she stopped the old behavior and then opened up to new possibilities. 
And from that point forward, our session was way more productive, right? And by the time the session was over, she was super excited. Now, you know, for me, I've got two coaches. I work with a life coach and I work with a business coach. And I listen to everything that they have to say. And I've often find more often than not that when I execute on their advice, things actually turn out really awesome. But this is the point of why I hire coaches because they can fast track results. I don't have to spend all this time trying to learn on my own. I hire a coach so that way they can walk me through the minefield, right? They say, oh, yep, I've been there. You want to turn left here, turn right here, go here. But this is, like I said, this is the whole reason why that I hired a coach in the first place. So here's the big idea. To become the person you need to be in order to have the life you want, you have to be open to new ideas and new thoughts. And a coach will fast track your results. It's just that easy. So that's all the time I have for today. Make it a great day, my friends.